live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Snap, hold, kick from 50. Maher! Cowboys win! Brett Maher, walk off! Pointing, still holding the ball like it's street ball in the backyard. He's still got it. Runs right to the 10. Cuts left to the 5, and he's going to score! Oh, my goodness! Kyler Murray on a play that took about a minute! You sense any give up in the locker room? Hell no kind of questions that Phil um we're one and two we're one and two we got a bunch of fighters in that room and um and give up that's not a part of this football program get out of here man with that no three-man rush chase gonna step up in the pocket sets throws high into the air it's up for grabs it is juggle That's good. That's a good thing. Ah, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. T-Row in the morning show time. How are my levels, TJ Perry? Are you happy right here? I think so. Woo! Good morning, everybody! Monday, September 19... On the ref, the home of Sooner fans, Toby and TJ with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. What a weekend, what a weekend, what a weekend. Back from Nebraska where, TJ, things went well. Oh, BV took the boys up there. They represented themselves well. They're back. We're back. We got a new week in front of us. Big 12 opener coming up Saturday night on Owen Field, uh, 7 o'clock, against Kansas State, who I'm mad at today. What were they They doing up there? They blew it. What a nice matchup. Stupid Wildcats suck the air right out of the place. Uh, We'll talk about that game. We'll talk about the Nebraska win. We'll talk about... Kyler Murray running all over the place yesterday. Your Dallas Cowboys knocking half the mountain off again. Um, Appalachian State. By the way, how about that call, huh? Is that not amazing? That was a big-time call. That was a little excitement there. It was 10 seconds of uh, 
I I sent it to Drake <laughs> over modulation. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. I sent it to Drake, and I was like, because uh, Drake was upset with we peaked a couple of times on. I, I'm uh, I'm tough to deal with, TJ. I'm a very difficult. I'm very difficult on an engineer because when I'm calling a play, I'm at a you know a relatively monotone level. But then when something exciting happens, I take it to like two octaves above. And to keep me from peaking, because it's zero to 60 right now, you know? And uh, that's tough. And so I saw Drake at halftime. OU's up 35 to 7. Everybody's in a good mood. I said, how you doing, Drake? He's like, mm-hmm. He's got this look on his face like he's mad. I was like, what's wrong? He goes, well, things aren't growing great on my end. I was like, what What do you mean? He's like, ah, we've been peaking all over the place. I don't think any of the highlights are even usable. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yep. It's uh, just, I got a loser of a play-by-play guy that won't quit yelling. It's just, uh, what's the word that he used? It's not, uh, I can't remember the word he used, but it's like, hey, we're peeking all over the place. I, we're not even, I don't think there's a single highlight we've had yet that we can use. I was like, what? Really? Of course, I heard him in postgame, and they're all just fine. You can't even tell anything's wrong with them at all. But I sent him this App State um highlight as soon as I heard it and I was like now this is an engineer's nightmare because I mean I would have loved I don't even know if they have an engineer it's app state so they probably don't but they are peaking for like 10 consecutive seconds of just screaming into the microphone yeah, well, that's so, not a part of this football get program. Shane get out of here man with that no three-man rush chase gonna step up in the pocket sets Throws high into the air. It's up for grabs. It is juggled. Oh, I'm going to guess the play-by-play guy wants to punch the color analyst right in the face because... <laughs> He's trying to deliver this miracle on the mountain two line, you know, and the guy will not stop just screaming at the top of his lungs. So anyway, what a moment that was big weekend, TJ. How are you, my friend, my best friend? Well, I'm scrambling right now. We're having a streaming issue, so I'm trying to solve it, but I'm good. I'm good. Oh, no, no, no. It's not me, right? This is no, no, no. This is on our end. Why can't? We just have a day when I everything goes know. perfect. I don't know. All right, you need me to, to leave you alone for a while? Um, or are you good? I honestly don't know how to fix this, so I'm showing that we're working, but it, the app just keeps kicking people off, and it's doing it to me, too. So mm. huh, i got to try to no. figure it out. I'm good, though. I'm good, though. Are we being sabotaged? Do we have a saboteur in our midst? Perhaps. Perhaps. Oh, boy. Did you see Saturday <laughs> like we, we had took us a little the... radio war? Oh, did we? The game? Did we? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What happened there? Uh, on uh, on the Twitter machine, I was driving home with Papa T, and I saw that um, one of the other stations in town took a shot at us. Oh, really? And Tyler, uh, I don't know who, somebody, whoever was running our social media, uh, kind of took a shot back. Not really. So the other station said, uh, I guess we tweeted out, Something about listen to our post game. Co- I have to go back and look at it. Listen to our post game coverage here, and the other station tweeted out, "Have fun with all four of your listeners." 
Oh. So now we're down. Now we're down to four. Oh, isn't TJ. that humorous? I'm going to guess who that was. Look, sports animal. It was eleven. Sh- shut up, you 30, morons. Now it's four. Gosh. So our feed, whoever runs it, tweeted out, "Hmm, four listeners. Let's see, or you know, something to that effect." And just hundreds of Ref Army listeners came out and were just obliterating the other station. It was quite funny. So we had. In the post game, we had like a radio war going on. It was really not a war. It was like a one-sided beatdown. It was a one-sided beatdown, yeah. Um, It's amazing how worried the other two stations are with us suddenly. (laughs) It's amazing. Absolutely amazing, isn't it? I can't play. Morons. We we can't play. Way to go with a Jim Traber line that's 20 years old. You're like Bob from Cement. Get some new material. Jeez. I didn't mean to get you It's not 2002 anymore. Way to go. Way to let Jim handle your social media. That's a good idea. Please, Perhaps please. hand it to Al. He can't even see the screen to punch in anything. Don't get us in the middle of the crosshairs now. Come on. We're just laying over here in the weeds. Do ah, we're think. not streaming right now. Nobody can hear us anyway. What, 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 okay. <laughs> There's the shot you should be taking. Not how many listeners we have. Uh, nothing ever works on the morning show. That's what you should be tweeting. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with this thing. I'm trying to get it. it just the, it's the app just keeps force shutting me out. So I don't know. call someone, wake them up, I don't get know them who in to here. Call. Let's I don't even fixed. know what's wrong. So. Call the internet. I'll call the internet. <laughs> who is it that runs uh, the? Uh, isn't it Elon Musk or uh, uh, what's the uh, Facebook guy? They run everything, don't they? Oh, uh, uh, Zuckerberg, Martin yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah, call one of them. Get him in here. Let's get it all taken care of. 49-14. Oklahoma wins the Battle of the Big Reds on Saturday up in Lincoln, Nebraska. We got a lot to talk about from that game, both on and off the field. That was a big-time weekend. Big-time performance by Brent Venables and uh, his team on both sides of the ball. And now they're 3-0 and as they embark on Big 12 play. I mentioned uh, K-State. K-State got beat by Tulane on Saturday night in Manhattan. Boy, they had looked good. So good through the first two weeks of the season, K-State had. And then absolutely laid an egg. Now, you know, let he who is without almost losing to Tulane throw the first stone. Oklahoma has done that themselves. However, they didn't. They pulled it out. And K-State, it's a shocker, just a absolute shocker adrian martinez has not played well this year and did not play well against saturday night and now we'll see i I wonder if they tried to get by with a not showing much on saturday because they thought they could handle Tulane and and wanted to uh you know hide some stuff for ou I, i i don't know but for whatever reason kansas state lost and a little bit of the shine taken off this week's game but not a lot Still got a, a, a really fun game coming up Saturday night. We got the uh, Selman Brothers statue dedication that afternoon. And uh, we're under the LED lights, and I bet the fan base is pretty fired up after uh, what happened up in Lincoln on Saturday. OSU, no problem. They beat Pine Bluff uh, 63-7. to And Tulsa rolled on Saturday as well over Jacksonville State 54-17 combined. The state schools on Saturday, 3-0, and and they outscored their opponents 166-38. to That's what? pretty good. OU, OSU, and Tulsa outscored their three opponents Saturday 
166 to 38. Not shabby. Not shabby. Let me see if this is working. All right. Hang on a second, folks. TJ's seeing if something's working here. Hey, there you are. Listen. Hey, look, it's me. Yeah. Hey, it's, all right. We're hey, on the stream hey, now. Hey, I don't know what happened. I didn't do Man. anything. It just started finally working. So let's just You're good people. All you folks out there that missed the first 15 minutes, uh, you didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. At all. No, 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 nothing at all. Nothing at Besides all. Besides me yelling about Jim Traber. And yeah, that was epic if you that missed shouldn't that. Have yeah. happened. That shouldn't have happened at all. <laughs> OSU's got a bye week this week. They get set for their Big 12 opener next Saturday at Baylor. And uh, Tulsa goes down to the Grove Saturday afternoon this week. They got Ole Miss at 3 o'clock this Saturday. So we got all kinds of college football. We've got to update you on how we did on everything on Friday. TJ's got three predictions. Uncle, the Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble. We'll talk a little Hal Smith, uh, King of the Mountain. Um, we, we got... A firing in college football that happened after Saturday. Uh, we got to talk about the Kansas Jayhawks. About them? And, of course, a Yella Gosney review coming up as we'll thoroughly dive into OU Nebraska. We will hear some postgame thoughts from Brent Venables. Um, Joel Klatt's got an update on Gus Johnson. We got a lot of stuff going on on the show today, but most importantly, we want to hear from <laughs> Gus. You. I was sitting there Saturday, and I did not hear Joel say that uh, Gus was out and sick. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Gus sounds an awful lot like Brady Quinn right now. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that is Brady Quinn. <laughs> I had no idea what had happened when it happened. I just, all of a sudden, Brady Quinn's there. Well, I got to tell you kind of the behind the scenes of, of all of that, because it's quite a story uh, coming up. But we want to hear from you, folks, your thoughts on 49-14 and Lincoln, 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call. We prefer the text line. That's our preferred method of communication around here, the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. All right, we got everything plugged in now, everything's working, and we're underway on a Monday morning here on The Ref. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Helping you with all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. The uh, OU Homer's back with you now uh, on the home of Sooner fans. Uh-oh, uh, so I, Air- somebody has just now Well, I'm seeing exchanges. this now, and none of this showed up in my timeline over the weekend. I don't know why. I guess because I don't follow uh, them. Um, <laughs> but a couple of people that I have seen on here, they just didn't show up in my timeline. You know how that works sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just seeing it now on some of this for the first time. So, yeah. It was fun uh, to read on the drive home. Saturday I imagine night. that was some entertaining stuff on the ride home. Uh-huh. Um, let's, it, was a, it was an onslaught. Uh, William, the innkeeper, says, uh, oh, woohoo, on the app. <laughs> now I can enjoy OU coverage <laughs> and the other silliness that makes KREF the absolute best. Me and the other 10 listeners will now have a great day. Thank you, Billy. Remember, yeah. we're down to four. We're down to four. Down to four, yeah. Yeah. Toby, your scene setter for Nebraska was magical. Dad and I had watery eyes watching the scene setter together. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. I heard from uh, people on your scene setter this week 
more than I've heard on one in a long time. It was excellent. It really was. I, t- I texted you on Saturday as uh, it was uh, planned out by me that we launched the boat. We're heading to the marina to watch the game. Uh-huh. And uh, I crank it up, and it's like that uh, music at the beginning, and then I just have the boat just cranking the scene setter as I head across nice. the lake. Nice. It was wonderful. It the was beautiful. The scene setter on water? The scene setter on water. It was nice. beautiful. Yeah. Wow, what a way to take it in. Uh, it was magical. You had uh, the beauty of the lake and the uh, trees and all the surroundings, and then uh, your wonderful words. It was uh, quite the emotional moment for me, yes. Uh, it, uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this, and this will be for future reference. I'll circle back to this in a bit. But okay. So you're at the restaurant watching. Yes. Dylan Gabriel goes for that 61-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what you were doing. Uh, like cheering and clapping, and high, uh, Katie and I had, uh, have our tradition of a high five, then a kiss, and then every touchdown you high five and kiss. Every touchdown, as long as we're together, and if we're not, wow. we'll send a kissing face emoji. Is it a not. peck or a full makeout session? No, just a peck. Okay. Yeah. Did you when 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 he breaks away and is going down? Did you stand and, and um, cheer and everything? Can't remember if I stood at that time, but yes, we're outwardly cheering, yes. Yeah, but you don't know if you stood or not. Any of the touchdowns get you to your feet on Saturday? He may have, but um, I think most of them I sat and cheered, yeah. Yeah. What about your son? Um, Same, just screaming and cheering. Yeah, no standing. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. All right, go ahead. Why are you asking me that? I have for a future reference. It was like you're calling me out for something. I don't. No, know. no, 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 not calling you out for anything at all. I, uh, I think it's a very cool picture that you painted for us there. No, okay. family taking the boat across, watching the OU game. You guys kissed a lot on Saturday because they scored yeah. seven Thank touchdowns. You. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you. Favorite call from Toby on Saturday was, "quote He faked a Husker right out of his britches." End quote. That was great. Love to play it for you, but oh uh, uh, yeah. Hey, I can do it for Another you. Another radio station in he town. He faked a Husker right out of his britches. I think it was something probably like something that. like that. You nailed it. Oh, boy, I like this idea. Just have TJ recreate all the touchdown calls from Saturday. <laughs> they can't take that away from me. They Send me want more. That. Send me more. I'm like Cameo. Uh, daily listener in San Antonio. Uh, very appreciative we got the app back. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know what I did. Absolutely. Hello to the Alamo I, City I, I think today. I may have just been with the company. Uh, Burley Boomer says, man, this defense is really coming together. We just seem to have the guys in the right spots and tackling better. Clearly an improvement in coaching with this new staff. Um, boy, I agree. Uh, the defense was really good. Mm-hmm. They were physical. They swarmed to the football Got a couple of turnovers. They were in the backfield all day. You could tell at halftime Casey Thompson had had enough. Like that last play of the first half when he's backpedaling, he has to dump it to get rid of it. His running back's on the ground, and he hits him in the helmet with the football. And Casey Thompson like is sitting there like, gummit, why didn't I go to OU? You could tell he was thinking <laughs> that. And he hops up and rips his helmet off and runs off the field real, real fast. And they – they thoroughly took a team that showed up inspired and on a mission 
and in short order uh, sucked all of the belief out of them. Just quickly, ab- yeah, quickly. Just, I mean, they had it for about 15 minutes or so. It was a one-two punch to start the game for Nebraska, and you thought, uh-oh. And then Oklahoma just hit them right over the head with it. And by middle second quarter, maybe even not that far, everybody in that stadium said, well, this ain't going to work out. So it was a very impressive performance by Brent, Brent Venable's team. I must correct myself. There was one score I did stand for. Oh, yeah? What was yeah. that? Um, Nebraska's drive at the beginning of the game, and I stood up and go, what? Here we go again! Great! Yeah, that one got you out of your I seat. Sat back down. Oh, you, oh, ticked, you tra- off, ticked off. Like, here we go. It's going to be another fight to the end. <laughs> All right. That's good to know. Uh, let's see here. What else we have on the Air Comfort Sol- Solutions text line? Uh, yeah, many of you are finding us back. <laughs> they act like we were gone for days. Like, thank gosh you're back. I was going to be forced to listen to someone else. Um, Is it possible you could get there a little earlier to test everything out? Well, see, out? here's the thing. I did go maybe, back there. Maybe 5 a.m.? I don't ever fire it up. I just go to the back computer where we run our streaming through, and I look at it. Everything was running this morning. I just didn't know that. Um, it was showing in a blackout mode for everyone, and then it started crashing. So I don't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was. I did. I did check it this morning. Believe it or not. All right. Uh, this texter wants to know: Is Deshaun out first half next week? Is that still a thing? It is still a thing, but no, he's not. It was in the first half mm-hmm. when he got ejected. So that means he just missed the second half. You, you got to miss two halves. So he missed the rest of the first half and the second half Saturday. He'll be back. Uh, for the entirety of the game this week against Kansas State. Does TJ have a circle drive in front of his yacht? Do I have a circle drive in front of my yacht? They want to know at your second house, your lake house, right. where you have the two boats. Is there also a circle drive there in Gargoyles, or is that um, just at your home mansion? There's a circle down at the end of the street that I circle around at, mm-hmm. and I park wherever I want. You know, usually so, yes, na- neighbor's yeah. yard, my yard, wherever I really feel like working. Okay, So, yeah. Yes, yes, it's a big, giant circle drive. That's right. Uh, where can we see this scene setter? Uh, you can go back on the OU Twitter account, and they'll have it on there. You'd have to go back to, what, Saturday morning, I guess? I'm always amazed by that question right there. Yeah. Uh, like, somebody hit me up uh, after the game on Saturday. I'm driving home. Somebody tweeted at me, hey, where can I see your scene setter? I'm hearing a lot about it. I'm like, we're actually on Twitter at the time. And it's hard for me to imagine somebody follows me but doesn't follow the OU football account. You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, but it, it's a situation where maybe they do, and what we just discussed earlier, it gets filtered out for whatever reason, on and it Saturday. doesn't show up on. I know it sounds like it, but there's times that I don't see it, so I have to go and find it. And I get other OU football tweets that'll pop up, but I'll go back to look specifically for that one. Yeah. So, and sometimes it's there, but okay. I'm just saying. All right. Algorithms. They screw with you, people. That's right. Maybe they're uh, old Elon Musk and Zuckerberg trying to keep us from seeing everything. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The improvement with this squad week to week is so impressive. I'm trying to keep my expectations in check, but it's hard not to believe this season could be special if they maintain this trajectory. That's from Eric in Illinois. How about that? Eric in Illinois is excited about what he saw starting on Saturday, to believe, TJ. Starting to believe. The traje- trajectory is what he's excited about. Oh, well, this person answered that said, where can I see the scene setter? It says, I'm not a tweeter. 
Um, Facebook, Facebook. I think they post it there. If you're no social media, I uh, do they post it on the website? Uh, we got it's on the podcast. I'm pretty sure it's on. Well, audio, yeah, audio. You can listen to it. Yeah, I think they're wanting sure to watch the video with it. But or get their, uh, you know, get their email address and send it to them. TJ, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. It's a, it's a lot of places. Uh, I think a lot of this is uh, letting us know the app's back, yes. Thank you. Welcome in, people. Sorry you missed the few first 10 minutes or so. CJ's fault. It, it was my fault, I guess. I'll take yeah. the blame. All right, you can, uh, you can uh, text the show, 405-651-3439. All right, quick break. We'll start to dive into some OU Nebraska talk. We'll hear from Brent Venables coming up, his postgame thoughts. It's the T-Row in the morning show on a mental Monday. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Straight to the phones. 6.36 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday morning. Sean, welcome to the show. Good morning, Toby, and uh, glad you had a safe travel home. I uh, was telling TJ... Uh, and I don't know, you're, you have to clear it with OU to get some credentials, or I don't know what you're going to have to do, but your dad is going to have to go to every game now. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't make the rules. This is just how it's got to be. I like that idea uh, a lot. Yeah, That was fantastic stuff, man. Uh, uh, the scene I, setter and the f- photos you posted and everything, that was cool. Um, I, TJ, remind I will, me, I've got a funny Papa T for, a story for you after Sean's call. Okay. Good. I, I uh, well, Congrats to Oklahoma. The this, this game ball staff, players, uh, Josie for his dance, uh, <laughs> just everybody. That was a prepared team. They executed their game plan. Uh, fantastic for every one of those guys, and uh, that was great. Um, I've never, in my 53 years, I have never seen OU – replace its quarterback with eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that, on that the road was, against a Big Ten team. On the road, yes, on the road. That was uh, awesome. Uh, so just uh, congrats all around to OU. And uh, two things real quick. One, think about this. Uh, Syracuse, Duke, UNC, Kentucky, Indiana, and Kansas, I believe are all 3-0 and in football. Oh. Wow. The world has taken a turn. Um, but uh, but the, uh, and the other thing, I pulled and a Duke curtain Saturday, Kansas though. play each other this week in a made-for-prime-time showdown. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. And, 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 not early, and not in early November in, like, no, Hawaii. Not in a basketball game. Football game. Yeah. Uh, but I had a Kurt moment Saturday. Uh, I, I, you know, it was a great day. It was a good day of college football. The OU win, watching all the games. And I turned on uh, the late game on Fox and made myself miserable by watching Fresno and that team out of L.A. And that you just watch it and the anger boils. Just And it's not anything any of the former kids did. I don't care about that. But watching that smarty little dude on TV with the new uh, Do you feel like OU's hair. in a better place now? Much. Okay, much. then let it go. Let it go. I can't. Let it I go. Not, I am not strong enough to let it go, Toby. <laughs> Watching him fiddle with that little piece of paper. Ugh. 
may have ma- I may have made a rude gesture to the TV at one time. No, but anyway. No, you better apologize to the TV. Him fiddling with his little piece of paper is better than Mike McCarthy's uh, giant piece of plastic he folds in half. That uh, I, I can't take it menu? as a Cowboy fan, and they won yesterday. The Denny's menu yeah, are the Denny's bad. Denny's menu are bad, yeah. But anyway, great job by you. Great call by you guys. And uh, on to K-State. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, so... My dad went with me. I'm sure there'll be a few Papa T stories throughout the show today, but my dad went with me this weekend, Teach. And um, we got up there Friday. We beat everybody up there by a little bit. And uh, then uh, Drake took the uh, four of the guys, went over to Lincoln Friday afternoon to set up the booth. I had to stay behind and get the Venables interview. Chris and Teddy had shows to do. I don't know what Gabe does. Gabe was off doing something else. I'm sure he had a show to do. I think, actually, he was doing a show with Plank. And uh, that night, all of us went to dinner except for Teddy and Gabe. They had an event to go to. So the other six of us and dad, so seven of us, went to uh, a place in Omaha. Omaha's got this place called the Cheesecake Factory that's really good. <laughs> no, Specializes you, in no, cheesecake. No, you didn't. Yeah, really good. You sh- <laughs> no, If you're ever dude. up in Omaha, you should go to the Cheesecake Factory. What are you doing? It was right across the street. I mean, it's 7 o'clock. We're waiting for the guys to get home. All right. It's Friday night. Right, We're not going to go to some fancy Omaha steakhouse. We're trying to, you know, whatever. So we go. We had a great time. We have a great dinner. Everybody knows my dad already, I think, for the most part. If they didn't, they got to know him that night. You know that group of guys. Great guy. Yes. We're talking stats and and uh, Drake and Plank and Andrew and Tom Shores and best guys in the world. Then Saturday morning, we all get up. We leave at 5.45 to head uh, over to Lincoln. It's about a 45-minute drive. Uh, Teddy and Plank uh, and Drake ride with me and, and Papa T down to Lincoln. The other guys are on the equipment bus. They meet us there. And we all get off, and we go up to the booth, and uh, um, we're getting set up and everything. We've been there for a couple of hours. And here comes Gabe into the booth. And Teddy knows my dad. Teddy's met my dad many times. They get along great. Gabe has not seen Papa T yet, okay? He's, not, he's never met Papa T before. But Gabe, Gabe, we've been there for a couple hours setting up, and Gabe is, has just arrived, and Gabe comes into the booth. Just F-bombs and S-bombs all over the place. I was, uh, see, I was worried about dinner when you said this, and you said Gabe wasn't there. I'm like, good, because Papa T's there. And now you go to this story. I haven't even, like, oh. I'm sitting down on the front row. I haven't had an opportunity to introduce the two and say, you know, Gabe, meet my father, Reverend Roland. You know, I usually will do that if I'm worried about that situation. I'll make sure that the person knows that my dad is a pastor. <laughs> but I'm sitting down on the front row, and I haven't. I just hear Gabe walk in the back of the booth and, hey, guys, bleepity bleep bleep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and he left. And I, I, I don't know that he ever knew because he left and he went downstairs. And it was pretty funny. Like, you would have, You would have enjoyed the moment. <laughs> Dad didn't say anything. I mean, he's just, you know, but right. I was like, oh, boy. The hoods, the hoodlums that uh, Toby yeah. hangs out with now in his adult here. life. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gabe has arrived. So it was quite funny, but we had a great, <laughs> great weekend. So now we get to see a big win. That was pretty cool. Um, you know who did not have a great weekend is Gus Johnson. Uh, Gus had an incident and, uh, I'll tell you about it here in just a second, but here's Joel Klatt yesterday updating everyone. Hey, everybody. Um, wild day today. 
Uh, first, want to say Gus is doing well. Um, he's already looking forward to next week, and he's going to be back and better than ever. So um, he appreciates all the well wishes. Uh, secondly, how about Oklahoma? My goodness. That team was motivated. They played great on defense. I thought the line of scrimmage was fantastic. They were fast. A little bit hard to, to judge based on Nebraska and what was going on this week. There's there's no doubt, but boy, that, that Oklahoma team has done nothing but impress me. Uh, impress me during the week, obviously today in, in that win. That offense can run it. The offensive line played great. So OU's gonna be moving up for me. Um, but again, Gus is doing well. He'll be back next week. Can't wait to share the booth with him again. And OU, doing it. Doing it, teach. Um, so Greg Sharp, Nebraska's play-by-play guy, comes in a couple hours before the game, uh, maybe maybe three, comes into the booth to chat, and he goes, has Fox asked you to do the game today yet? I was like, what are you talking about? He said, you haven't heard about Gus? And I said, no, what's going on? He said, Gus got a spider bite on his foot yesterday. And it swelled up to the point they had to rush him to the hospital. And he spent the night in the hospital Friday night in Lincoln. And we're not sure he's going to be here to call the game today. And uh, I said, holy cow, I hadn't heard about this. Well, a little bit later, we see Gus in the hallway. Gus does not look good. He's in the hallway. He's got a boot on his foot, and he's, you know, everybody's around him, and he looks like he has been through the ringer, like he hasn't slept or anything like that. Man. Well, you wouldn't know. I went back and watched the first half. I watched the game again when I got home, and he called it like a champ. Oh, I mean, yeah. He never said anything about it, and he's enthusiastic and everything, but then obviously bowed out at halftime. But it was a spider bite that obviously uh, he had a reaction to. And uh, hopefully he's okay. I mean, sometimes I so. those things can be really dangerous because it gets in your bloodstream and it can make you really, really sick. So obviously he was struggling with it. But for him to drop out at halftime of a national broadcast like that's a big deal. Yeah, and you couldn't, like you you said, you couldn't tell in the first half. That's why when the second half was going and I'm like, where's Gus? Like, why is Brady Quinn on all of a sudden? And then Urban Meyer jumps in at some point and that just really drug it down. Like, the second half, you know, there wasn't as much going on as there was in the first half, so it was like really stood out energy-wise once Brady Quinn and uh, Urban Meyer. No, that into was the a booth. boring second half. <laughs> right? <broadcast. laughs> yeah. So I hope he's all right. You know, back when I was hospitalized with the, the GBS, that was one of the things they kept asking me: is like, did you get bit by a spider? Did you get bit by a spider? And I'm like, I, if I did, I don't know it. Like, search my body. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So. Nah, that's search my body. That's that's tough. You know, Gus is a tiny guy. Like he, I bet he's a buck fifty. Like he's really, really small, and not and not very tall, and not he's super thin too. Because when you see him, I'm always shocked. Like, where does that voice come from? Right. Because it's just the biggest bellowing voice. But um, yeah, I hope he's okay. Because you know. He didn't want to do that. Um, And I'm not sure, like, I don't know how he was feeling. They had options because the Big Fox guys were there, so they could bring one of them up to the booth like they did. I wonder if they didn't have options, what he would have done. You know, I wonder if he would have, 
I wonder if he was encouraged to step aside since they had options and he wasn't feeling well or not. But yeah, I wonder I why that was their decision, though. Like, obviously, they had time to even fly someone in. I don't know if they did or not. I mean, if it happened the night before and he ends up in the hospital, you would think they would have time to get someone nearby to the game. I don't know. That's kind of an odd situation. Well, everybody's got games. Well, that's true. It is. Right not in the like middle of the, that is true. It's in the middle of the season. So, uh, Chris Plank's always available. Why didn't they just call Plank to pull him off your sidelines? I think that probably if the Fox guys weren't there and it was a serious situation, they would have started to explore those options, like have Clatt do play-by-play and see if they can borrow Teddy or see if they can borrow one of Nebraska's guys or have one of the play-by-play guys, you know, who who is who has a backup that we could take your guy and move them in or whatever. You know, I think they would have mm-hmm. probably looked to explore some more local options if they didn't have their crew there. But they had their crew there, so it was – it was pretty easy no, on let's, him let's to put shuffle Urban, some guys around. Put Urban Meyer in the booth. I mean, there's a 10-yard <laughs> out. I'm glad Gus out. was there for the ex- the first half because that was yes. the exciting half, <laughs> That is so. true. Glad he was there. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. KREFsports.tv is your new home for streaming sports and event coverage for Norman High and Norman North. And now the home for Deer Creek, Moore, Southmore, Westmore, Edmund Memorial, Edmund Santa Fe, and Edmund North. Nine schools, one stop for live streaming events at KREFsports.tv. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Toby and TJ back with you on the ref statewide, worldwide on the KREF app. Back now, as uh, Kyle from Broken Bow said. The blackout was worse than not having his morning coffee, so (laughs) (laughs) he's back. Uh, Coming up soon, uh, we'll do a West Yella Gosney uh, Sooner Review. Uh, But a few texts here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Man, well, I think I read this one. Uh, Read it again. (laughs) Sure was hoping KSU was going to battle and be a battle of undefeated teams this Saturday. How much do teams actually do it, if any? Hold back on plays to hide something from future teams. You'd think they'd open it up if it's a close game. As far as Nebraska went, I didn't think OU would lose, but not look that dominant. Boomer, sooner. Um, Happens a lot. I think the evidence is Oklahoma this year. Uh, We kept saying it in weeks one and two. I think they're holding back. I think they're holding back. They look awful vanilla, right? How many times have we say that? And sure enough, they came out in formations, personnel packages, plays on both sides, blitzes, we haven't seen all year. I mean, they were obviously uh, laying in the weeds for this game. Question. And you, But you you can, to an extent, as, as long as you've put stuff in, you know, there's a difference between we're holding back, we're going to teach them some different stuff the, the week of the game that is tougher, or... We've already put it in. We're just not going to use it. So you saw against Kent State, OU kept hitting their head against the wall and finally said, all right, enough's enough. Let's just start throwing it to Marvin and running a bunch of stuff. Bam, bam, bam. They score on five straight drives, and that game's over. So they were able to, you know, dip a little deeper into the playbook and and win the game. But um, I don't know if K-State was doing that or not. I'm just saying maybe with OU looming, they were like, let's keep it vanilla. And then when they tried to flip the switch, Either the switch wasn't there, they couldn't find it, or it didn't matter. I don't know. Go ahead. On that, it bothers me. That that 
it's always bothered me. I know it's always been a thing. I know we always say it. I know it. It's most programs out there. Why not just be the best version of yourself every week, regardless of the opponent? Because you allow your opponent to prepare for what you're going to do. I if get they that don't... to a certain degree, but my part of me is if you're just good and you believe in yourself, just go do it. Well, that sounds nice. I know. But if you can win and not give your opponents all of the information, that's even better. You know, if you can win and win comfortably and still have some blitzes and formations and packages and stuff that the opponent hasn't seen yet, then you've got them off kilter for a while when you play them. And I also have always said this. I think one of the reasons there is so much secrecy in college football is because, like, it's the game plans and everything are in way simpler than they would want to admit. Right. Like, they have so little practice time and preparation time with these guys that compared to the NFL, they go into a game with, especially early in the season, with a a pretty small playbook, honestly, on both sides of the ball. And if the opponent gets whiff of it and has a chance to practice against it, then they could be in trouble. So I think that's also one of the reasons for all the secrecy is. Now, that didn't appear to be the case on Saturday. OU was running a ton of they stuff. They were running a lot, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were doing all kinds of things. Yeah. All right, break time. Top of the hour. Let's do some. Uh, let's dive deep into this thing. We'll hear from Brent. We'll do the Yellow Gosney review. What did, what did we uh, see Saturday in OU's 49-14 win over Nebraska? It was impressive. We'll talk about it next. Back after this.